You're now listening to Churchy Life with Church Funny. Every week, we're bringing you fun conversations with real Christians from every walk of life. Make sure you visit churchylife.com for more. Welcome to Churchy Life, the podcast with Church Funny. This is your host, Damon Collins, the creator of Church Funny. I want to thank you for checking out this episode once again. And of course, we have a guest, and it is a very special guest. This is my friend. He is a hilarious comedian, writer of scripts, screenplays, television shows, uh, original series. He is um, a producer of comedy shows, a manager for several um, comedians and artists, and you know him as one-third one third of the Playmakers. This is Jason Fredericks. Jay, say what's up to the people for me, please. Hello, good people. How are you? Very happy to be here. Damon, how are you, sir? I'm good, man. It's good to be able to talk to you for the show, even though it sounds like you just finished preaching a mighty word to the people of God. Uh, <laughs> I know you've been on the road, on tour with um, with your brother Kev and with all the um, the comedians from that tour. So le- just let everybody know a little bit about who you are, what you do, what you have going on for the few people who might not know, you know, know okay. about you. My name is um, Jason Fredericks, son of Sheila, son of William. Um, from the house of from the house of Fredericks, no. <laughs> um, uh, old older brother to Kev on stage, uh, and Michelle uh, um, McLean now because she's married, and so um, and we are you know I, I wouldn't say the originators. I think we were one of the first to put black church comedy on the internet in the way that. It started uh, when YouTube was before Instagram and Facebook. Now right. um, we were putting the uh, black church videos, how to shout in a black church, 10 types of black preachers, how to sing a solo in a black church. We were doing all that years ago that kind of started uh, the social media comedy trend. Yeah. And so um, that that's that's where I, I originated. So we did all that there. And then um, what people don't know is that when that was happening in 2011, 2012, that we have been at that since like 2001. You right. know what I'm saying? So right. Right. Uh, just just doing what we did as the playmakers up in the Seattle, Washington, Tacoma, Washington area. And then um, what I always did during that time is that I always handled all of our business. And so all of our business dealings, um, big and small at that time. And so a few years later, after people knew the Playmakers, Kev on stage, as you all know him now, started to build his brand. And that being my brother, we've always worked together. Right. And even when he started building his brand and um, of, of videos that you guys see now that go viral almost every day, um, we worked together, but I wasn't necessarily managing him, even though we talked together cause we're brothers. And so right. a couple years back, Kevin talked to me and he was like, man, I need a new manager. I need somebody. I need you to do it. And then, um, when he, as he climbed, when we made that decision, he kind of grew as an artist. And then I was help helping to steer what his value was and what his direction was and what he could command financially on the other end. So they kind of grew together. So I just started managing Kev. Then I started managing others and then handling all of our projects. Um, when it started going to brands and networks and all those type of things. And then I, you know, from then we started producing tours and, and stuff. And so I just kind of branched out 
um, doing more of what I did just kind of created the animal um, to to what I do now. So, yeah. That's dope, man. And it's funny because yeah. you're talking about how y'all been doing it for a long time. And I think the first things I remember seeing on YouTube years and years ago was like Clayton. And, was it Clayton and Earl? Was it yep. the, the shouting competitions and stuff like yes. that? I've been, yes. Man, I've been a fan for a long, long time. Uh, so I remember seeing all that stuff where uh, it had the wigs and it was yeah yeah dude man th- those were our days and that was Kevin at um you yeah, know yeah. you know the playmakers it was myself Kevin and um Anthony Davis and so Kevin at where we originally started was they used to play these two characters as Damon said called Clayton and Earl and anybody that knows us from Tacoma Washington that's how we originated doing those skits and 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 uh, skits sketches. And stay, stage plays in our church. Right. And so those were the characters. They were old men. Those were the Medeas of men. You know, they were men <laughs> version of Medeas. And they were crazy. Both Kevin and Ant were crazy. And if you know Kev. Now, Kev, Kev was really crazy as Clayton. Like, right. like, he was legendary crazy as that old man. And so <laughs> um, that grew into us. That You know, we were called the Playmakers because we thought at one time, Damon, that our our the way we were going to tour the world was through plays so we okay. we were writers that's what we called ourselves the playmakers because we wrote plays and did stuff on stage and so we thought we were going to be the next tyler perry the next david talbert and we weren't uh because <laughs> we even though our stuff was great we didn't have no money yeah and yeah, yeah we didn't it. have no money to do nothing so um i remember we were i don't know if you know this story we did probably our best play ever, which was where where we finally kind of put all the pieces together. Like other plays were good, but the Till Death Tours part was kind of like the best version of ourselves. Does that make sense? And yeah. so, like, man, you know, we had the best musicians. We flew some guys, flew our friends in from North Carolina to play. We had background singers. We had all the if you were if you're some, if you had a name in the Seattle area, you were in this play. Okay. We we did it to the top of our level, and we actually flew in. The, the the people from an entertainment company that used to tour Tyler Perry and toured all the other plays. Like, I don't know if you remember when like Vivica Fox used to tour and Morris Chestnut used oh, yeah. to tour oh, plays. Yeah. Like the black stage play thing was the biggest thing going. And so um, we flew them in to check the play out because we were trying to get them to pick us up. They love the play. Yeah. The problem with the play industry at the time, it was dead. It had been dying for the last probably 18 months prior, ah, meaning you. they were losing money. And so what they were had to do with people like us, they were saying, we love your stuff. We think it can work with the right cast and you guys, but you guys have to be able to put some of the half of the money up front mm, with right. us. And half the money up front was like 250000 We was oh, like, what? Praise God. Yeah, we work at Popeye's. We do the chicken sandwich. <laughs> we ain't had no money. Exactly. So... That ended our play stage play stuff, and then we found this thing called YouTube, and yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I think everything kind of shifted anyway, right? Everything shifted to more online and getting stuff out there, and y'all were right on the cusp of it, right? So that's dope that y'all you came in right at the right time and was just real consistent with what you guys were doing, just hilarious stuff. So it was completely, completely the right time, just dope. Yeah, we didn't even think it was funny honestly oh really uh, well because we you know think about the internet and being on camera video audio anything is that um when you're live you have instant gratification exactly i got you yeah i got you. so we 
we were filming stuff, but it was just me, Kevin, at there. Right. So we'd right. be like, we thought it was funny, maybe between ourselves, but we'd be like, people aren't going to like this. We're in there playing a game. Yeah, you know I what I mean? You. Like, we're, And then once we put it online, uh, the people resonated with the content. I guess we knew how to connect with people in a way that we didn't know. So we were like pretty much taking hour and a half long stage plays and now we had to turn them into three or four minute clips right right and we were just able to do that and and it encompassed that and then it, it grew from there like our first two videos as you know stuff black church girls say stuff black parents say right. we really didn't think those videos were funny but we just posted them because we had did the work right we put them up at night and in the morning they've had all these views and then the, you know the rest is kind of history from there that's funny and i think it's part of even the creative process, because you got to go through, you edit the videos, you chop it up. And yeah. Stuff. And so you see it over and over. It's like, oh, okay, I guess this is kind of, but it's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even it's even with this podcast, um, like I've been doing the interviews and stuff like that, and it's and I'm having a great time interviewing people and talking to everybody about like they hold you know, journey through church and all this different stuff and growing up in church. And it's hilarious. And then I'm editing them and I'm like, oh, this is still pretty funny. But I, I, then I'm thinking, I don't know if anybody's really going <laughs> to care. But I'm, I I really, I have a funny feeling that people will really um, enjoy these conversations. And this it's just been some hilarious stuff, some interesting stuff all around. That's awesome, man. I think, I think one of the, the big thing is in this day and age, this dispensation of time, if I could preach. Okay. Um, right. that, that it is... It is the it is time to create your own, make your own lane, do it the way you want to do it. And if you create it, they will come. The field of dreams, if you make it, they will come. Right. It's moral things where where you have those ideas, you have those thoughts of doing something, and now it's are you gonna follow your mind? Are you gonna follow your vision? Are you gonna follow your dream? Are you gonna follow your idea to to the next level to see what can happen with it? And I appreciate the fact that you're actually doing that uh, because you'll get the return. You know, it may not look like what you think it's gonna look like, right. but it's gonna return something. And then as a business person, you're naturally gonna tweak to make it grow the same way you did with church funny right you know what i mean like when it was just an idea so i applaud you for that brethren appreciate it man i appreciate yeah. it man let's get into um how you grew up in church and like give a shout out to your home church what kind of church you came up in how was you know your whole uh upbringing oh man listen we are what they call pew babies we yes, are sir. people that were from 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 day zero we were <laughs> at church you know, so um, we grew up in El Paso, Texas, uh, my home church, Bethlehem Temple, uh, Pentecostal Assemblies of the World. That's P.A.W. Um, P.A.W. is like Church of God in Christ. It's the Jesus only version of Church of God in Christ. <laughs> That's a good you know, way to put it. They, 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 they uh, you know, we're, we're bloods, they're crips. <laughs> we're bloods because, you know, there's there's no other name whereby men, whereby men can be saved but the name of Jesus. So you have to baptize in the name of Jesus. Okay. And Church of God in Christ says you can baptize in the Father, Son, the Holy Ghost. And that's why they fight each other. So one church went <laughs> right. left and one church went right. And we went, you know, our family was PAW. A lot of our family is still PAW. And so a lot of my roots, everything I knew, for probably the first 18, 19, 20 years of my life was all church. Yeah. All of, all of my friends were church. Right. My my fake cousins were church. Oh, yeah. My, my, my aunts and uncles were all church members. My whole life was surrounded by church. I mean, we did church. If we could do 
there was something going on in the church almost every day. And we were all, even if it was church cleanup, we were there to help clean up. And it was just, that's you, what you did, your life was, you go to your house, you go to school, you come back from school, you eat dinner and you go to church. Yep. Yeah. That was right. it. That was every, every, everything we did and everything we did. And I think it's hard for, for people that, that don't live that life to really understand that everything you did you know, was surrounded by church. Yeah, and that's who that's who we were as as kids. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's funny because, like you said, every all your activities revolved around church for the most part. Yes, the stuff you did on the weekends, um, all most of your friends, if not all of your friends, was from church. You know, so it was yep. definitely this. It was yep. a whole bubble that we lived in. The, the whole bubble. bubble. Yeah, absolutely. whole bubble. Yeah, yep. you coming up in church, you must have seen. Well, look, even just as you as a writer and comedian, growing up in church. I know you've seen a bunch of ridiculous stuff happen in church, hilarious stuff happen in church. Um, man, share with us some of the uh, a story or two or three that you could okay. think of or some funny stuff you've seen happen in church. What I what I'll try to think of a few. I have a ton, but you when you try to put your finger on them, you can't necessarily think about them. But yeah. I will say this: if you've ever watched the Playmakers YouTube page. Of, of all of our videos, how to sing a solo in a black church, the ones I named, how to preach, all those, how to shout, those are the comedy that we saw every week. Right. Because we we were the thing that made us um, connect with people, resonate with people, was how the tasteful way that we made our comedy about church. Yeah. And what I was saying was, is like we were making fun of ourselves, okay. not making fun of them. If that makes sense, we okay, were yeah. church people making fun of ourselves yeah, of and course. not an outsider looking in the church window like, look at these people in here doing this and doing that. Right, and so right. that's why people could understand it. So a lot of the church shouting, people falling over, the church antics that you get, that was just life. That's just how it was. So yeah. I just remember the, the main thing I remember that's funny about church is my house. Okay. And what we would do when we got home was as kids would mimic the things that we saw at church. Like, Oh yeah. You can't necessarily laugh while you're in service. You could snicker and cover your mouth and cover your face. But when you got home, you can say, what did Deacon Peterson do? And you could sit there. What did Deacon Miller do? And you can act that out. And those (laughs) are the, those are the funny, really, really funny things when you got into the parking lot with your friends right. and you you mimic the the shout that Sister Lewis did and how <laughs> she almost fell over the in remembrance of me table. Uh, that that kind of stuff. Or like like uh when somebody was getting in the in the in the prayer line because the guest uh evangelist was there and they pray for them and how the guest evangelist put them on the ground. Um, it'd be like, look at how they <laughs> fell and their legs was up and oh, she Lord. was trying to hold her skirt down. We <laughs> laugh at stuff like that. Like, but it really happened. Not like, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. sometimes when you see it other times is people are making fun of that, but like we're watching that happen yeah. and rel- and reliving those moments. Um, probably the, one of the funniest things that we talk about now, um, that I saw in, in church was that we, we got in a fight. Oh, wow. Church, a real fight. Um, and so with our pastor, not, Wait. he was on our, he was on our team. He was wait, on wait. our team. In he like, was in our gang. 
<laughs> it was an art game. Oh no, this this can't be we, good, dude. We made a we made a we made a video. Uh, like I kind of made fun of Church of God in Christ versus PAW, yeah. and like they pulled up to the church, and a fight happened because they're technically Bloods and Crips. But one time, um, our our church musician, who's my my boy now, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say his name. Most people are like I ain't gonna say his name. Justin Obi is his name. That's Shout my boy. That's my that's, that's my that's my little brother. He was a wayward musician, and at the <laughs> time, and so he great organist. And um and he was our key, but he was young, you know, old was still early, early twenties, late mm-hmm. teens, early twenties. And so he would still, you know, be he's a he's a preacher of the gospel now, so he tells his testimony himself. He was a, you know, kind of living one foot in, one foot out, you know what I'm saying? And so he mm-hmm. would be in uh he might go play in the club on Saturday and then play with us Sunday. So I guess the night before he had, was at the club and had got a fight in a fight with this with his cat. He got in a okay. fight with him and um and got the got the best of him, amen. And so <laughs> uh he got the best of him. And so they knew who he was, they knew where he worshiped, they knew all that, and they knew us too. So one day I'm at church and I'm in the lobby, and I and this guy that I know doesn't come to church comes in, but I know him. And right. he comes to me, he said, Hey Jay, what's up? I said, What's up, man? What you doing? You coming to church? He said, No, ninja, I'm here to see your boy. I said, Yo, my boy, what are you talking about? He said, Listen, if you don't go get old out of church, then boys is about to run up in there and get him. I said, oh, Durant. Wow. I said, During service? <laughs> wow. Hey, you. I said, bro, you tripping. I said, now hold on. I said, hold on. My wife's in there, my kids is here. You tripping, bro. Like you know For me. Real. Right. And you know us. Like you know Kev. You know, and you know, you know, you know, you know the homies. So you got to chill. You know what I'm saying? Like right, you tripping right. right now. And he was like, okay, Jay, well, you got to tell him to come outside. And I said, okay, let me, let me, let me grab him. Let me do whatever. Me being the man that I am. Uh-huh. I, 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 before I grabbed him, I said, who's outside? And he said, we outside. I went outside. There was about five or six cats oh, no. outside. And one of the cats was the cat he got with last night. Yeah. Now, if you ever seen anybody that's ready to fight, um, you know he's huffing and puffing. Yeah. Uh, fists are clenched. Clenched. Dreads, yeah. are, dreads are hanging in his face. He looks like he's still on last night. Right. So right. The the he had had uh you know the Hennessy communion was still in his body. <laughs> and so it's running warm in his veins warm and, in and his so veins. you know that that hennessy will give you courage amen. amen if you catch me in the if you catch me in the earthly realm um it'll give you <laughs> liquid courage you know uh the the songwriter says uh don't get full of that alcohol and in the club and think you bad and so uh he he was full of that alcohol and he thought he was bad and so knew he was bad. And so he was there to avenge himself. And I was like, oh, my God. So whatever it is, them boys, I mean, it's like like it was like a pit bull. Like, like and he sees the fence. Right. And he's getting ready to break the chain. And the fence is open. He was ready to go. Damn And I was like, goodness. So nobody knows what's going on but me. So I'm trying to get all my cats together. Like, hey, listen, come here, man. And church is getting ready to let out. At the same time, like right. it's like the end of service, like they're closing. So immediately 
signal the old. I'm like, I, I just go in like kind of our church wasn't huge. So you can see me from the door and, uh, and I'm just like, bro, come here. And he's like, what's up? And I'm just like, like come, I'm giving him the eye. And I'm telling like all of the homies, I'm like, bro, like, come on. Right. Like, right. Just, I just, just come here right now. I'm trying to be, uh, uh, focused, but discreet because discreet, right, because right. it's like, you got, you got, you got about 400 people getting ready to get let out of service. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, golly. So he comes out. And he calls me and he's like, what's going on? I said, bro, Jay and them outside. He said, Jay, I said, he said, oh, let's go get it. I said, no, let's not go get it. <laughs> let's go get it. He just ready. Oh, he said, it's no. whatever. Let's go get it. And me, and so I'm like, bro, you got to chill. We got to come outside so they don't come in here. Right. And then we got to, you know what I mean, figure this out on the side of the church. And I try to work it through for you. He said, Jay, I'm not tripping. It's going to be, be on. Forget them ninjas. He didn't say that. But he said, right, you got you, you catch me in the earthly realm again. And so I got you. Uh, I I grab him. Kevin and them are, are, are flanked on my side. Uh, and uh, I think Ant was flanked on my side. My cat AJ was flanked on the side. You know, and then Pastor wasn't flanked yet, but he was catching word of what was getting ready to happen. <laughs> So, but here's the oh, here's the cold part. The dude that was the minister in the military that's supposed to be one of the you know parking lot security and stuff. Yeah, yeah. he sees what's going on. He go inside. I'm like, what? Why do you? We need Look, you, right? What are you doing? We need your help. Nah, fam, I'm inside. So wow. Um, we come outside and they see him. They're like, and I say, listen, before anything happens. We got all these people coming out of church. That's one thing I respected because they they were church. Everybody that was in that uh, front door slash parking lot respected the church to an extent. Because when I would say something about like, listen, we got women here. We got children here. We got people right. being let out. We got to go to the side, to the back. They respected that. And they were like, all right, cool. Let's walk around this way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. that's cool. And so... Um, word was getting to the pastor at the same time. And then, um, uh, the, the, the deacon slash parking lot dude was trying to get all the women to stay inside. And then like my, there's, there's, this is a side note. Meantime, children's church is being let out. So my son, my son, my daughter, Kev's kids, they're all coming out running. If you think about a church, it's the church parking lot and then it's the youth the the daycare you know what i'm saying so so they're not they're two separate buildings so the kids are running from the daycare to the other church to go meet their parents whatever right so they see us the kids see us outside and they want to come with their dads there's my dad and i'm like no go with (laughs) your mom and so we're trying to tell them whatever so all of that's happening all at the same time so anyway we get to the side of the church uh and then a car pulls up hard in the parking lot oh no 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 Run up on these fools. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, bro, I wish I wish I was lying. Dude. I wish I was lying. Uh and then and then next thing you know, uh the cat Jay just punches uh Ob and then it's just a free for all. It's just a wow. fight. So I'm tr- I'm trying my my dude that came in the church to warn me, he's pulled me back because he's not letting me jump in. He's like, no, 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 Jay, let it go, let it go. And the two, me and Kev are like, everybody's holding each other back, but there's a couple of cats fighting. 
So we're right. trying to like get into, I don't want to necessarily fight, but I'm not going to let them jump my boy. You know what I'm saying? Right, I'm right. not, I'm yeah. not, I'm not about to sit here and act like I'm from Compton cause I'm not. So, um, but at the same time, I'm not, you know, like <laughs> I'm not going to run, but I'm not here to get beat up either. So look, and I'm from South Central LA, man. And so it's funny. I've never seen anybody show up at the church to fight like that. That is hilarious. Right. I mean, LA is pretty big and there are churches on every corner. So I'm sure it's happened somewhere. Right. Um, and you know, the, the most of what we dealt with was bullets raining down in the parking lot. Right. Um, and that, and, night service, and that that's, and that's normal bullets raining yeah. down in the service. Yeah. We love that. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, that's right. That's... So <laughs> in the, in the middle of all that, now here comes pastor who's actually aunt's dad. And he literally, comes in and he grabs two of the dudes fighting and he yokes them up by their neck and oh, just wow. and he's he's not and he's just saying young man young man young man listen to me young man young man young man i like applauded him he's from chicago though i applauded oh. young man young man and they they didn't they listened they were like young man like calm down young man calm down young man calm down young man and he just got him like yoked up um and they they're they're, they're calming themselves so it's like all of that's happening at one time. You know oh. what I'm saying? And so, uh, and eventually, you know, uh, they stopped. They went their way. Police were called. And, you know, they kind of let them go. I mean, the police didn't let them go, but they kind of, you know, we got to get out of here. Cobra, right. retreat, Cobra, retreat. <laughs> you know. Cobra, Cobra, Destro, Destro. You know, you know, oh. so. Oh, um, man. Shout yeah. out to G.I. Joe. Right, shout out, shout out, and Cobra Commander. And um, Cobra Commander. So, uh, yeah, and and that was probably, man, listen, that was probably the craziest story. I mean, I have a ton, but, like, that all, that one always sticks out because Dude, that's nah, how many people have really gotten a fight at church? I mean, there's that's probably been several, like, you know, but we laughed about that later. Like, Ninja, we uh he was fighting at the church. Right. Yeah. Like, wow. Like, that, that was a great to have on the resume. So yeah. it was just, yeah, man, that's that's probably one of my craziest stories ever amongst other things. Dude, did a uh, pastor have to come out in, like, his complete robe and stuff? Because that probably would have He helped. came out. <laughs> no, he wasn't in his robe. Uh, he, I see, guess the robe would have well, calmed it down that's, a right. little quicker. What happened was he, um, you know. He had spoke, and that's why I was saying word was getting back to the pastor because yeah, right. he had spoke, and then he went up to his office. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, usually, what he does, if you know anybody that speaks, they usually are underneath their robe. They might got a t-shirt on or whatever. So I could tell that he came out in that because he was still a little sweaty, but he he had took off the robe and came right back down. Right, right. You know, so he didn't. He was like, "What's going on?" And came yeah. right back down. So yeah, yeah oh man, yeah. It was crazy, it was bro. Completely wild, dude. It That's was crazy. It was crazy, bro. It was crazy. It was crazy. Okay, so before we get to our next segment, we want to give a quick shout out to our podcast sponsor, and that's churchydate.com. Churchy Date is the best new Christian dating site where the goal is to connect single Christians through faith, laughter, and love. It's got all the features you'd want on a dating site, plus some really fun and churchy questions to make sure there's no unequal yokes a man being formed. <laughs> so while other dating sites cost around 30 bucks a month, 
Churchy Dates Premium Membership is only $5 a month, and they've even got super discounted six-month and yearly plans. Register and create your profile for free on churchydate.com and use the promo code CHURCHYLIFE to try a premium membership out completely free for one month. Go ahead, browse for your sanctified boo at churchydate.com. All right, let's get into this next segment called The Holy Hot Seat, and The Holy Hot Seat is where we hit you with random rapid fire questions to test your level of holiness and sanctification. <laughs> oh Lord. Amen. To see how much you really love the Lord. Okay. All right, you ready? Yes. No. All right, what hold on. <laughs> what what level of sanctification do I have? Do I need to pass this test? Is it a test? We'll find out when this is over. <laughs> All right, let's get it. All right, let's go. So this is a two part question. Mm-hmm. What was the best part and the worst part about growing up in church? The best part about growing up in church was the family aspect. Um, even though everything we did uh, was a, was centered around church, it was right. very family oriented. Um, okay. Like I said, everybody was your aunt, everybody was your uncle, everybody was your your cousin and your brother, your sister, and you were always with those people. So it was a village. It was the village mentality. It takes a village to raise a child. We were right. all we, we stuck together. Um, we rode together. Uh, you know, if you needed rides for church, um, if we were to get in a fight, we fought together. If we were gonna if we were gonna eat, we ate together, and so <laughs> all those. things things and then you know it was fun it was like being able to be around your best friends all the time so you always knew that these people are going to be there for you even when I started playing my football games and you know being on varsity football stuff these same people were coming to my games and supporting me and all that and all that kind of stuff so that was the thing uh the worst part of it was I think uh because we were very 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 religious was not understanding um the difference in um, how can I say this gently? Uh, Remember, your your level of sanctification is on the line here. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> you know, we could we weren't allowed to do everything, and thinking that any and everything you did was a sin. Right. Going to the movies, sin. Uh, that's where all the girls wear jean skirts. If you don't, you sin and you showing too much. You can't skate, can't go skating, yeah. can't go bowling. We couldn't do the we couldn't do the fun stuff. So it made you feel bad for having fun when you when your family snuck off on the low to do those things. Right, be like right. we ain't supposed to be doing this, we ain't supposed to be doing that. So it made you feel like you had to keep that stuff a secret when you actually grew up and you started understanding uh the bible and jesus in your relationship for yourself then you begin to understand that those are more man-made things yeah. but it wasn't necessarily put there to control you but just so you didn't fall into temptation of sin they were trying to do that to help you not mess up right, right. but they were making everything evil instead of just teaching you how to be in those places and still live uh, a life that glorifies God. Yeah, definitely like a lack of balances. <laughs> yes. Is, yeah, though I, I definitely understand. I agree with that. Um, a lot of that happened. Um, yeah. And I, and it's it's similar for Church of God in Christ and different. I mean, there were some similarities and some differences. 
And it even depends on what area you lived in. Like, if you were Church of God in Christ in the South, it was very much like exactly what you're talking about. There was no going to the movies. There was no right. any of this. No having fun in general. Um, Church right. of God in Christ in like on the West Coast was a little more free. Um, it well, it depends. It depends on who you ask because <laughs> some people still was like, "Oh, y'all going to the moving pictures?" Like, uh, right? So, yeah. Exactly. Moving pictures. Yeah, exactly. So you know who was saying right. the pit, the pit, the picture show. Right. <laughs> right, right exactly. Right. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. I definitely understand that. Uh, let's see. What's so back home? So growing up, I, I'm pretty sure you did the same thing um, that we used to do back in the day. After church, you had to go eat somewhere. What was your favorite after church spot to eat back in the day? Well, I actually hated the after church spot because we hate we went to the same spot every Sunday. It was Furs Cafeteria. Oh, Furs! Oh, <laughs> man, I hate it. I hate it because because we just ate it so much. Yeah. I mean, they knew our names, <laughs> they knew my family's names. We were going there for years. I'm talking about people. We knew when the people were going, the workers were going to retire. Yep. We knew when the manager That's changed because we were there before the manager. <laughs> we were, we were. I mean, like. They became family friends. Like I'm not even being funny about no, that. I, like, that's I honest truth. Because like they became, yeah, it was crazy. So that I I I hated going there, but actually when I got older, I kind of enjoyed it because it represented something different. Yeah, you know what I mean. When you're younger, you were like, yeah, we're just like, man, we hear all the time. Right. We went through we went through like three remodels with the rest. Oh wow. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Were y'all there like opening day every time to like cut the ribbon? Man, like, bro, hey, like I'm telling you, the like it, family's they, here. pretty much. Like I'm telling you, I remember when I've been going to first cafeteria for so long. I remember when they used to be more formal cafeteria, yeah, to where they had nice drapes and curtains in there, uh-huh. and they actually used to have a live uh, grand piano, and somebody used to play oh, with wow. a fireplace, and like that's how and it changed. It got cheaper and cheaper yeah yeah and so they took the grand piano on the curtains out and then they put a drive-thru window in there and that's uh, they might have they did it they did it but that's how low level it became no, i got you pretty much yeah so that's it's just it was just different it, i remember in some cities it went from first cafeteria to first buffet yeah like almost how golden corral was yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying that's how it is out um, in Texas. to where you know cafeteria you, yeah you gotta you gotta you know, the cafeteria, you know, cafeteria is like school lunch. Yep. You, you sit behind the glass window yep. and you point to what they want and you got, they got to hand it to you. Yep. Buffet, you get to serve yourself. So all the kids go touch all the chicken. Right, exactly. And then you get, and then you get the ones after they touched it. <laughs> and that's why everybody got salmonella and everybody was sick. <laughs> and so I just remember the original first to when they went all the way to first buffet. Dude. That's how OG I am. No, I remember they, so, that's how they were in LA too. Um, Cause yeah, we were both on the West Coast, and that's how they were. Yeah. Cause you'd have to go back up to the window to ask for something else. Like, yep. hey, can I get a, yep. another piece of chicken? Yep. And they'd be looking at you like, how many pieces of chicken did you have already? Yeah. Like, man, right? I'd be like, man, we pay for the all you can eat. Exactly. Just give me the chicken, fam. They, they looking at you funny, like I don't know how right. many times you've been up here. Look, just y'all don't. And give me this. And give me the strawberry pie. See. <laughs> Come on, baby. Oh, that's funny. My kids are it all is. on Golden Corral right now. If we, after church, man, they just be ready. Like, we go in the Golden Corral foods. <laughs> they put foods yeah. on the end of it. Like, I didn't, t- nobody told y'all that was the name of this place. What are you Hold on. Hold on. Golden Corral foods. Foods. <laughs> that is hilarious. They say it every time. I'm like, where did y'all get that from? <laughs> Listen, they said it's like Whole Foods, Daddy. It's Golden Corral foods. <laughs> exactly. That's funny, bro. Yeah, they're, they're that's funny. funny. Oh man, what's one of your favorite spots to eat after church now? You got one? 
home. Okay, that makes sense. I'm being, you know, like um, Tammy cooks very good, and because we're on the road so much, yeah, yeah, um, I I have to eat out a lot yeah. just just for the sake of you know don't have a kitchen everywhere we go, and then um, but to be able to have a home cooked meal is really good, and then it brings me back to the time like you know. Um, like growing up, like it was either furs or we cooked. Okay. And if you cooked, then everybody came over. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, like, like if, if I didn't go to furs, you didn't go to furs either. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we, 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 they made pot roast and, you know, uh, mashed potatoes and gravy and they used the gravy from the pot roast. I, you know, we had real cooks in our family. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Real brown, real brown gravy. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, and, and, and greens and yams and all that macaroni and cheese. Yeah. And, and, and my grandma used to make homemade yeast rolls, um, where she, and, uh, she was the lady, you know, I come from church when, uh, between Sunday school and regular church, they gave you snack. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so we used to eat, eat like in the middle of church, they used to make a soup and sandwiches oh, and all wow. kinds of stuff. And my grandma did that. So what she also used to do is hustle the church out of their kitchen. And if she had to make yeast rolls, she would roll her bread at church. Oh, okay. Cool. So it could rise and do whatever. So that's how we used to eat. So now, if I ever get a home cooked Sunday dinner, I really enjoy those because it's just it's it's good to be at home and be able to like be at home, be with your family, yeah. people running around, have a good time. And it's whatever. It doesn't mean that people are over here, but like being able to sit here, watch the game, chill out, right, right. like, and not have to be out nowhere, you know, and know that your food is going to be really good because you know, my wife is making it. So, yeah. Yep. That's what's up. How about what's your favorite non churchy pastime? Non churchy pastime. That's right. Outside um, of just worshiping the Lord, uh, what, <laughs> else, what else did you enjoy doing? Um, As a kid? No, right now. Oh, um, man, you know, really, it's uh, teaching my kids. Oh, yeah? I really enjoy, yeah, like being around. Like, like you know, people would maybe think it like, you know, because we get to, like, we literally tour, not the world, but a lot of the earth. Right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Um, went out of country and did that. I mean, like, all that stuff was great. I love that. Um, but being able to experience things, family is really important to me. Yeah. So being able to experience things with my family with my children doing dad stuff with them um and you know even if it's just teaching them life lessons talking with them i enjoy that stuff uh because um you see your legacy like in front of your eyes and um you want to leave a good one and you you realize that i'm the only father that these kids get yeah and so you want to be able to do this i really enjoy like uh spending time with them like i wake up every day 4 30 in the morning because my son we go to basketball training in the morning but that's something that we do together you know he has a coach but we do it together so like when he's older and if you know he has dreams of making the nba one day he might make it he might not right. but he's working hard for it but he'll always remember that well i remember me and my dad used to get up at 4 30 in the morning you know what i'm saying right, or, right, yeah. you know my or my daughter my older daughter calling me because she done messed up one of her credit cards and I'm helping her learn that life lesson with how your credit is important right. to your life and how to fix it and how to do better and how to create good payment history. So 
to be able to teach them those things about life yeah. um, as they grow into young adulthood. Like I, I enjoy those things. Um, and it makes me work hard on the other end yeah. of stuff that the, probably the world would probably enjoy. You know what I mean? Because they're like, man, that looks really cool to do. And it is, but it's, there's no satisfaction. Um, like making sure that your, your family is okay. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's a dope answer. Yeah. I love it. All right. Last one. This should be interesting. You ready? Um, Okay. If the spirit hits you just right, which one are you? Are you dancing in the aisles? Are you falling over crying? You throwing your hands up? Are you running around the church doing the laps? Is it all of the above? Is it none of the above? Which one are you? I am a waterfall of tears, right. cry baby. Yeah. I'm not running nowhere. <laughs> right. I'm, first of all, first of all, I'm, I'm not. I didn't. I got these clothes on. I ain't about. Not about to sweat this out. First of all. <laughs> Let, let's get that clear. Exactly. I'm not. Right. And then second of all, I'm not an antic person as much as we do on stage or whatever. Yeah. It's really, uh, really emotional, sentimental for me. So I'm probably standing there crying or have to take my seat and, you know, head in my hands right. and, you know, bawling like a baby and not and try not to ball like my son is looking at me. So I'm trying not to like cry like i just got a whooping like i'm trying to have some <laughs> manliness about me but nah, man. i'm also going to let him see you cry so he knows all right no no no. he can see me cry i just don't want him to see me ball like no, so i need you like, to do we need to do i need to call mom no, i need you, you to okay? ball up in the fetal position uh, under a pew right. and just rock and hold yourself and yeah <laughs> um <laughs> yeah i don't i don't want to see me like that like you're doing too much bro like people are looking <laughs> it's all good so it's a respectable baby cry but you. no i'm a i'm a crier man i and then as i get older i'm even more emotional for some reason um you know it could be the right video on see on facebook yeah. and i'm sitting here wiping my eyes and stuff so i'm definitely a crier yeah, definitely 100 percent, 100 percent. all right cool well this has been dope it's been great having you on here i really appreciate you taking out some time and doing this with me and sharing a peek into your churchy life and bringing the hilarious ridiculous stories you brought with you man this has been great oh man I, I really appreciate it man i appreciate being on i you you didn't have to ask me to do it my god but we counted all joy we counted a blessing to be in the number to be in the midst to be one of the chosen uh you know and i appreciate you man appreciate you using me uh to be on your platform bro yeah man well let everybody know where they can find you on social media if they're not following you already um whatever projects you have coming out whatever you want to talk about feel free um well uh find me on social media um jason fredericks um my nickname is jay no a because all my social media spells jason j no a s o n fredericks f-r-e-d-e-r-i-c-k-s right so um i'm on like i'm on that on instagram i'm on that on facebook um regularly if you follow um our fan page is the playmakers entertainment on um facebook uh to follow that page a lot of videos have gone viral from there um even just stuff that you see in church all the time right. or or the world or whatever and then you know projects we have coming up um are, are you familiar with trap karaoke yeah yeah um i'm doing my first show test show to see if it works in nashville on uh september 29th uh it's called gospel Oki. okay and so we're gonna do that and see if it's a show that people come out to and if they like then uh we'll we might put that on a on a on a tour um churchy for no reason tour 
um, we're thinking about. Uh, we might have some new dates for that coming in November. Uh, Oklahoma and Texas, look out for that. Okay. Um, and and uh, man, um, and this I'll talk to you about this offline. I have a new version of the Tiny Desk Concerts. Are you familiar with Tiny Desk Concerts, Damon? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So I have a version of that um, that I'm putting together and getting ready to produce starting late September, um, going into October with uh, some artists that will be known in the more in the faith-based world and, you know, just any world. It's not going to be stuck to anything. Um, so we were calling it. Um, I don't know if you have favorite artists. I know you do, Damon, but um, I don't necessarily know who they are, but sometimes you sit with some of your favorite artists and like, and you watch their videos online right. and you see their, 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 their sessions and, or they might be in the studio and you'd be like, man, if I could have just been a fly on the wall in that, you know what I mean? Right, like right. just to sit there and just take in that or, or fly on the wall on that conversation. So the name of this new series, this new concert series is going to be fly on the wall presents. Okay. And so producing that show, Oh, and so we're going to see what happens with that. So some some artists you have heard of and some of you haven't will be featured on there. And so uh, that's some of the things we're working on. And then last but not least, we're working on some big things for Kev on stage. And, you know, uh, with our agency, we're, you know, we're trying to land these television and movie stuff going into the next year. Uh, so Righteous and Ratchet is going on tour. Oh, nice. uh, yeah, Righteous and Ratchet is touring. Um, end of September, all of some of October and November, and Love Hour Conference. If you watch Kevin Melissa's Love Hour um, podcast, right. there the Love Hour Conference is next year in Atlanta. You can register for that. So it's like we got a lot of stuff going. We working, we working, man. And so all those things are there, and um, we hope that you find something that you like. That we're putting out something that you like, and. Uh, you, you, we, we touch base with you that way, you know, somehow, some way. Yeah, man. And we'll put your information in the show notes. They can click right over to find you, uh, find the stuff you're working on. Okay. Okay, man. Yeah, man. Again, of course, I appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you, brother. Right. Seriously. Yeah, man. All right. Wow. We'll see y'all next week. Thanks. For full episode information, show notes, and links to anything discussed on this episode, visit churchylife.com. For feedback and guest suggestions, email churchfunny at gmail.com. If you love what we're doing, show your support with a positive rating and review on iTunes. Please don't forget to subscribe and share Churchy Life with your friends and family.